Well, hello and welcome to the Perfect Gentleman podcast. This is our second podcast, week two, and we're having a lot of fun uh, doing this with you. Uh, my name is Zach Falconer Barfield. I am the co-founder and first gentleman here at the Perfect Gentleman, and by my side is the lovely James Marwood. Hello, hello. Good to speak to you again, Zach. How are you? I'm very well, sir. How are you? I'm I'm good. I'm good. I'm excited that the the first episode went out, and we haven't been thrown off the internet um we're still here no no pitchforks and 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 hordes of villages not yet no no they're still working up to that but episode two this is great i know i'm really excited and it's lovely to have you back lovely to be back so this week's a short podcast so it's only about uh, 20 or so minutes mm-hmm. so we better crack on um sure. so our first section is uh one of my favorites the romantic gentleman section ah uh, yes and uh, this week, we're going to talk about a little something different. Mm-hmm. Long weekends away. Always a treat. Always a treat. You know, I think a great romance uh, is about spending time together. Yes. And the long weekends away are a perfect opportunity to spend good quality time together. Mm-hmm. Booking a hotel in the town that you live in, mm-hmm. as to hopping on a plane and going off to somewhere warm and sunny or snowy and and you could wrap up in a, by a log fire for the weekend but uh, that sort of three or four days break um, is almost as good as a holiday sometimes it is you know certainly talking about having taken breaks in the city where you live i did i did that a couple of years ago with with, with, with my partner um and neither of us really had the time to to go abroad for a long break but we had a few days. I had some downtime between contracts. Um, her, her customer demands were, were were quite low, and so we took a break in London. And we lived in London at the time, um, but it was great. We got on we got on the tube from Walthamstow, and we and we travelled for about twenty minutes, and we got to a hotel. Um, and we were tourists for, for for four days in London. Went to museums and art galleries, and spent time walking together, talking. But just because we were we were away from home. It was it was it was such a great time. It was we were able to, I was able to you know to to, to really give her my full attention. I was away from the demands of, of of work and and keeping up the house and cooking and and cleaning and and managing the bills and all of those sorts of things. Um, and because it was because we didn't travel very far, it wasn't that expensive. Um, it was great. I, I I love doing those sorts of breaks. Oh, I think they're fantastic. Vacationing in your own city is 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 a wonderful thing to do. I mean, I, I didn't do it. I've done it in London myself. But I remember when um, I went to New York with my wife. Mm-hmm. I've been to New York many many times um, for work for work and various purposes. And I've never done anything touristy there. Um, my wife and I went for a long weekend uh, to New York, and we just basically did all touristy stuff. And it was it was hilarious because I sort of. Wandered around New York, knew know New York quite well, and then but I hadn't been to, you know, Statue of Liberty, Ellis Island, uh, Empire State Building, Top of the Rock, um, the museums, anything. I hadn't done anything like that. It was just so delightful to spend that 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 quality time, but also doing something like that. It is, and another thing that I that I really enjoy is um, a sort of country country breaks. You know, going to somewhere out in the wilds, somewhere a little bit off the beaten track, um, and doing things such as, you know, just just walking, finding a little a little coffee shop, you know, if cream teas, oh. and, and 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 we do love cream we teas. We do, we do, we do. Yes, we should talk about the English cream tea company after this section. 
Oh, yes. So good. <laughs> so good. But, for example, I, I, I did that roughly, I think, about this time last year. Me and the Duchess went to Alls Barn, which is a, a nice little B&B hotel-type place in, in Ross-on-Wye. Oh, very lovely. Which is, a, it, it's a lovely little picturesque, quiet English town. Um, and there's there's not a huge amount to do there. It doesn't have great nightlife. It's got a couple of decent restaurants. But mostly what we did was walk a bit, find a pub, have a drink, walk a bit, find a cafe, have some lunch, walk a bit. You know, it was it was great. So relaxed. And, and because it was in the middle of nowhere, there was very little phone signal. <laughs> there was very little Wi-Fi. There was nothing to interrupt. It was just... You know, my my abiding memories of that of that weekend are me and her walking along the river holding hands and sitting having having very nice cream teas. That's delightful. I think it's a perfect way. It is. And and, and because we get you know, you, you get so busy in your in your professional life and in your your hobbies and your side projects and all of those things that taking that time to be a couple together and to focus on each other, it just feels so good to, to, to kind of rejuvenate yourselves like that. Yeah, and it's, it's three days or four days is not a long time. And, and and you can do it spontaneously. I mean, I've done it where I've sort of, you know, let's go away for the weekend, hop on a train, hop on a plane, you know, get that last minute deal to yeah. Bratislava or or um, Mexico or wherever it is you are in the world and, and just hop on the plane and go for a couple of days. Just that great break. But always remember... Right. Put the phone away. Well, there's two parts to that. There's the bit about de-stressing yourself and, and getting away from some of the distractions and your interruptions. But it's also that the break is about you as a couple. And it's about having that time together and not about spending time together, but looking at, you know, if I'm staring at my phone, looking at, at social media or looking at my emails and going, uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh-huh. While she's talking to me, that's not romantic. That's not going to. That's not going to make either of us happy. No, and, and this will be a, a ongoing theme over the course of the romantic gentleman sections for the uh, foreseeable future. I am sure because it's one of my bugbears on dates. But um, you know, a weekend away, go somewhere where you don't need the mobile phone. Get back to getting lost in a in a city with a map. Yes, yes, and, and and just spending time with your partner. That's the reason for the break. I mean, that's the reason you're with someone, hopefully, it's because you, you, love, you love them and you want to spend time with them. It's so easy to get distracted from that. Absolutely, and as you said, it doesn't have to be expensive. You can go to a nice little B&B up, the, up, up in, the, in the mountains or in the, in, the, in the countryside and just go away for, from it all and, uh, and spend a little bit of quality time. So we get our top tips for weekends away either plan it or go spontaneous turn off the phone um, get lost in each other's company that's the primary thing that you need to do doesn't have to be really expensive doesn't have to be a big a big showy ostentatious thing it's about spending time together and enjoying and doing things you both enjoy doing together so that's this week's uh, romantic gentleman section wrapped up um, let's move on we have a, a fabulous gourmet gentleman section uh, we've talked about an english afternoon tea company well now rory is going to talk to us about the introduction to tea my name is rory bolger i'm the second gentleman and etiquette and fine dining expert today i'm going to be talking to you about tea tea is an infusion of the plant camellia sinensis, which is more commonly referred to as the tea plant other infusions rooibos Peppermint infusion, anything like that, which doesn't contain tea, is technically not a tea, but a tisane or an infusion. 
Tea originated in China from the Han Dynasty, around about 206 to BCE to 220 CE, but really became established in the country uh, by the Tang Dynasty era, which somewhere between 618 to 906 CE. In the 16th century, the Portuguese exported tea uh, from China back to uh, to Europe, and it was made popular in the UK by Catherine of Braganza, who was from Portugal, married King Charles II, and brought tea to the royal courts. Not two years later, tea was so popular that the East India Company made its very first order for tea imported directly into the UK in 1664. Thanks to its exports, not only from the UK, but other countries uh, all around the world, it is now the world's most popular beverage. In terms of producing tea, uh, the leaves are plucked from the very first couple of leaves of each stem or branch of the tea plant. The leaves are then withered and wilted, allowing the water content in each leaf to reduce, and this is normally done out in the sun for two or three days. The leaves are then disrupted, which is a deliberate damaging of the leaves that allows the speed of oxidation to increase. The leaves are oxidized, so this changes the color, the flavor, and the strength of the tea, and the oxidation levels vary, depend on the type of tea that you want to produce. Fixation stops the oxidation from occurring, and this is done by a gentle heating of the leaves. The leaves are then rolled and shaped, allowing you to get uh, nice jasmine pearls, for example, and it also allows the oils to escape, enhancing the flavour. The leaves are dried, setting them in their shape, and removing all of the extra moisture from the leaves so that they can be safely packed and transported. Some teas, such as a pua, are aged, which is a second fermentation process, uh, allowing the flavour to increase. And some, such as, such as the Lapsang Souchon, is smoked, and that's traditionally done over a pine fire. There are various levels of classifications of teas. Uh, the first one, the lightest, most floral of teas, is a white tea. In this, no oxidation occurs, and you normally find a high level of uh, flowers and petals included in the tea uh, in order to enhance the delicate flavours. Green tea is the minimal natural oxidation that would occur as part of the uh, drying process and the wilting that you have in the, the production process. Yellow teas, very similar, although the leaves are allowed to yellow slightly in order to give a slightly different flavour and colour to the tea. An oolong or a blue tea is a partially oxidised tea, so in the middle of the oxidation process, it's fixed, stopping the oxidation from occurring fully, and this gives you somewhere between a green and a black tea. In China, these are also referred to as red teas. A black tea is fully oxidized, so the fixation only occurs once the leaves are fully oxidized, giving you a much stronger tannic flavour to the tea. 
Post-fermented teas, such as a pu'er, in China are called black teas, are allowed to ferment ever so slightly in order to develop a much rounder, fuller, stronger flavour. Each type of tea, whether it's little leaf chips known as fannings that are found in tea leaves, broken leaves or whole leaves, have their own grading systems. The one that you get for whole leaves, you might have seen on the back of uh, tea boxes, a whole string of letters, S-F-T-G-F-O-P. This stands for Special Finest Tippy Golden Flowery Orange Pico. The more letters that you have, the higher quality of tea is used to produce the, the tea that you have. You may also have a number one in amongst there, which again indicates that it is the premium tea amongst that particular grading. Obviously, the more letters that you have, uh, the better the tea. So if you see a tea that's, that only has uh, GFOP, then this indicates that it's a fairly middle-grade tea. Most of the tea that we drink here in the UK, over 90% of it, uh, is blended. This allows a consistency of flavour and quality of the tea, so that you always know that when you pick up a certain brand, uh, that it tastes the same as the last time you bought it. The tea master is responsible for ensuring that the tea remains the same over years and years and years. And in order to do this, he tastes over a thousand teas on a regular basis. And he is a true master in the flavours of tea in order to make sure that it remains the same. When preparing tea, uh, you should boil the water freshly each time so that the oxygen levels in the water uh, allow the best brewing of the tea. Uh, you should heat the pot using some of that uh, fresh water Allow the water that you have in the kettle to cool slightly, maybe to as low as 80 degrees for some white or green teas uh, before infusing. Infuse for the time that is suggested on the tea, as the desired temperature and the infusion time both have a profound effect on the flavour of the tea that you're drinking. If you're looking for a stronger tea, or a stronger version of the tea that you have, Increase the number of leaves that you use in making the tea, not the brew time, as you'll end up with a much more bitter and tannic drink if you do that. Once again, more information can always be found on the Perfect Gentleman website. That's www.theperfectgentleman.tv or alternatively available on our online magazine, which is The Perfect Gentleman magazine. So thanks for that Rory that was really interesting there's lots there about about tea um, and lots that I didn't know that's the whole point about this isn't it we educate ourselves as well as, well as yourselves absolutely and, and I'm, I'm starting to think and I probably need a, a cuppa as well Elliot Rhodes is the foremost belt brand that seeks to make people see belts in a whole new way and to show them that a great belt is imperative to dressing with style and individuality with four stores three in London and one in Japan Elliot Rhodes belts are best spoken, innovative. They create beautiful luxury leather belts and buckles in a wide variety of colours and textures and styles. They suit all tastes. Check them out at elliotrhodes.com. What's our next section, Jack? Where are we on to, on to next? Once a month, uh, we will go around the world and get gentlemanly news from our various friends and partners in different uh, mm-hmm. locations around the world. Um, to start us off, we're going to our our man in Switzerland, 
our perfect gentleman franchisee in Switzerland, Switzerland, Mr. Paul Ernst. So I shall hand you over to our man in Switzerland. Dear gentlemen, I'm overexcited to write this letter to you from Basel, Switzerland. The perfect gentleman has landed on Swiss borders and is excited to turn this land known for its cheese into a more gentlemanly one. Some of you may ask why start a gentlemanly business in Basel? Well, my answer is simple. Although we might be small and more known for our pharmaceutical and chemical companies, we are also home to two of the largest Swiss cigar importers, Intertabak and Davidoff. You will be surprised with the many hidden gems tucked away in this cultural-rich city, be it cigar lounges, award-winning whiskey bars, master tailors, the list goes on. Even though Basel offers many similar gentlemanly services to London, New York or Hong Kong, it is still difficult to find a truly Swiss gentleman. We feel the Swiss man is one who prefers to stay in his comfort zone, follows his routines and enjoys a more casual lifestyle. But there is also a movement of change in the younger generation. This generation wants to learn how to groom themselves correctly, how to choose the right suit and how to enjoy the finer things in life, but lacks the knowledge. The perfect gentleman is now here to show the Swiss man that the modern gentleman is made, not born. We have put things in motion, we have begun to seek for potential partners, and have quite a few lined up. A series of training, trainings and experiences are on our list. The Sunday Taste, Shake It Up Cocktail Workshops, The Finer Things, to name a few. Here at the PG office, we are all really excited and looking forward to hosting our first experience soon. We also hope that you will join us on our journey in making Switzerland into a more gentlemanly, respectful and stylish place. Yours sincerely, Paul, first Swiss gentleman. So thank you, Paul. That was uh, really interesting and it's lovely to hear from, from you and I uh, hope to see you soon. And we'll probably have another bit from Paul maybe next month um, and then we'll move off around the rest of the world. Great stuff. Born in the backshop of a Colombian leather craftsman, matured on the Pan American Highway, perfected on a pub's damp table in Savile Row, Monsieur London is the result of travel. It led its two creators from Anchorage to Oshaya on the 19,000-mile-long journey. They ended up in London to settle the project born from a choice to lead a lifestyle with higher standards and expectations, a brand for the 21st-century cosmopolitan man. As a result of this approach, the online retail shop MonsieurLondon.com was launched in October 2012. Since then, they have met many pop-up shops in Paris and London and opened with business partners La Gassionnière, a 250 square meters men lifestyle concept store in Paris. Their brand offers elegant accessories made with traditional know-how for a fair price. They make their customers pay for the quality, not for the branding and marketing. Their French, Italian and English workshops fabricate outstanding products created with their sense of traditional know-how and their passion for style. These accessories reflect the technical excellence of their makers. They offer bespoke options on many of their products, including gloves, bags, and belts. Check them out at missyourlondon.com. It's a short one this week, James. I feel like we should have talked more, but... We did promise we weren't going to talk too much this week, and that is, it's hard to stick to, but we'll try. We'll do our best. Just before we go, Zach, if people want to get back in touch with us, how should they do that? 
Well, you need to drop us an email at inquiries at theperfectgentleman.tv or find us on social media. We're on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter and they're all at the P Gentlemen. So do find us and drop us a little note. Tell us what you think. Perfect. That's us for this episode then, Zach. So thank you very much. It's a pleasure as always talking to you. A pleasure talking to you, James. Have a good week and I'll see you next week. This podcast is brought to you by the Perfect Gentleman Group Limited and was edited by Andy Nichol at the Pistachio Palace.